Welcome to the Young Associates Perspective, a podcast about all things related to business, life, and the community. My name is Joshua Zapperzent, and I'm the host of this podcast series. From an outsider's perspective, Winnipeg is not always known to be the most appealing city to come work in until you really start to learn about all that the city has to offer. With the world changing, talent acquisition and retention have become so important for every local economy, and the team at Yes Winnipeg continues to be innovative and persistent in promoting Winnipeg on both a local and global scale. For today's podcast episode, I connected with Corinne Gusnowski, a young associate and the Talent and Workforce Development Coordinator at Yes Winnipeg. Corinne is a passionate Winnipegger, connecting employers with the talent they need to grow in Winnipeg. Corinne works closely with the Yes Winnipeg business development team to retain existing investment, support local company expansion, and attract new investment to the city. Corinne also works closely with Economic Development Winnipeg Market Intelligence Team to ensure effective flow of project work and intelligence to inform the efforts of Yes Winnipeg, among other responsibilities. When joining Yes Winnipeg, Corinne assisted the business development team to grow the Winnipeg economy through business attraction, expansion, and retention. In 2019, Corinne helped launch Yes Winnipeg's talent team and transitioned into her current role as the Talent and Workforce Development Coordinator. Corinne is also an active member of the We Believe in Winnipeg Toastmasters Club and the Young Associates, having sat on the Mappy Manitoba Committee in the past. I hope you enjoy listening to our conversation and learning from Corinne about how Yes Winnipeg goes about attracting and retaining talent in Winnipeg. Well, Corinne, welcome to the Young Associates Perspective. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really excited to have you here and and part of this episode and to share your insights on Yes Winnipeg and attracting talent to Winnipeg. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be an exciting topic, a good timing from your perspective Mm -hmm. to have this conversation, which we'll get into later too, but also I think a topic that will come to mind for a lot of individuals in terms of being able to relate to within their businesses and and just Mm -hmm. of interest too for for the economy. Absolutely. So let's start a little bit... uh, about the Young Associates and just kind of when did you join the YA and what was the biggest draw for you for for joining in value? Mm -hmm. So I joined the Young Associates last year. It was actually a friend of mine that we studied in Asper together. We, uh, she invited me to join the Young Associates and um, at the time and still now uh, working for Economic Development Winnipeg, I have had opportunities to meet business professionals and, and tour companies. So I was curious on what the Young Associates could offer. And I was pleasantly surprised. The community, not just with the Young Associates, but with the Associates as well, uh, the types of people that I've been able to meet that I'm now actually working uh, with or like have been helping me with leads, uh, those connections that I've made through the Young Associates. And I think one of the values that I find in it as well is as uh, a graduate of the Asper School of Business, being able to, to support, uh, support the school as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big part. You kind of touched on all of the, both all the connect, <laughs> learn, and give back pieces of it, which I think is so valuable for the YA and why so many members love it. So I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a favorite event or, or part of the YA that, uh, 
that's a highlight of yours. I know you're on the Mapping Manitoba committee for a bit. <laughs> yes, so unfortunately uh, that had to be cancelled, otherwise that's probably what I would say as my answer. But I really valued, um, I believe it was, thank goodness it's Thursday events, and yeah, getting to yeah, yeah, those more casual meetups with people, and especially because there's um, say, people that I hadn't known from school that are part of Young Associates, that opportunity to sort of network a little bit in, in more of that casual setting, I, I found that really valuable. Awesome. That's awesome. So as you mentioned, you're currently working with EDW, Economic Development Winnipeg, uh, part of the Yes Winnipeg team, mm -hmm. uh, where you really assist the business development team to grow our economy here locally through a business attraction, expansion, and retention. Back in 2019, you helped launch Yes Winnipeg's talent team and transitioned into your current role as the talent workforce development coordinator. So mm -hmm. maybe speak a little bit more towards your role and your day-to-day -day and, and kind of your, your career path journey to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, prior to joining Economic Development Winnipeg, I worked at uh, Winnipeg Folk Festival, at Manitoba Hydro International, and the federal government. Um, but uh, what really drew me to Economic Development Winnipeg was the posting had something along the lines of like, we're looking for a passionate Winnipegger. And I thought, okay, uh, I need to look into this a little bit more. I was traveling at the time, so I read the job ad while I was in one country, I applied in another, I had my virtual interview in another country, so we're already experienced when it comes to the virtual interviewing, uh, and then I accepted in another country. So uh, I think that's kind of a testament to really what I, I saw as that opportunity uh, with joining Yes Winnipeg. Uh, and then now as part of the talent team, kind of as you said, like with that day-to-day, -day, it's working closely with employers in the city so that they can connect with the talent that they need to continue to grow. So uh, when it comes to the day-to-day, -day, it's, it's oftentimes, say, providing referrals to talent channels like um, whether it's recruitment firms, workforce providers like not-for-profits that are helping people to, to get work, um, sharing information about immigration programs and also the events that, that we provide that help uh, with talent attraction. I think that's super interesting. I think just the whole talent attraction and expansion, and especially when you look at both on an international and global level, there's it's pretty cool, mm -hmm. I think, uh, the work especially that you and Yes Winnipeg does. So I'm excited to dive a little bit more into that uh, on this episode. So let's start by just kind of your your current outlook on the Manitoba job market and, and where the, you think the or where you've seen are the biggest opportunities and areas for attracting talent here locally. Mm -hmm. So we recognize that uh, when it comes to the Manitoba job market that uh, COVID-19 certainly has a part to play and that there are some industries that are, are continuing to recover but will take longer to recover. So looking at our tourism industry, um, aerospace, for example, um, but say with manufacturing, we saw uh, layoffs uh, with manufacturing employers, but uh, we're seeing now more of that bounce back. Uh, say, for example, um, Perry and Logistics, they had to lay off and they've actually um, been able to reverse that and now are continuing to grow beyond uh, what their, their numbers were before February. So we see uh, with some some areas where there's skills gaps uh, that is still the same as what it was before the pandemic. When we're looking at intermediate and senior skilled professionals uh, in technology, 
there's, uh, whether it's software developers, UX designers, quality assurance, we're often hearing uh, from employers them needing that those just key individuals so that they can continue to grow. Uh, but when we're looking at those larger numbers uh, of need when it comes to talent, say, automotive mechanics. Um, we have a Yes Winnipeg talent gap analysis that allows us to get a bit of that view for the next five years mm. on what the gaps are going to be. Uh, automotive mechanics, I believe it's around 160 uh, new positions each year uh, that will have to, um, that are part of that growth in, in trying to fill those positions. Also with truck drivers, truck drivers is a, a really big one. Uh, that's more like 350 per year for the next five years, uh, especially when it comes to long haul truck drivers. So uh, we recognize talent attraction is a very important part of filling those positions. Uh, we know that Canadians aren't always filling, say, those truck driving positions. So looking elsewhere to attract people to come in uh, and help with that sort of growth. Do you find, out of curiosity, a lot of the businesses locally, are they looking for more technical skills or more cultural fit uh, Mm. individuals to add to their team? That is a great question. So it's certainly that mix of both. Um, But what I think is great about the employers in Winnipeg is that when it comes to culture fit as a candidate, maybe you don't have the great you know, that perfect fit for this company. Um, but there's other ones that, just speaking of uh, in the tech industry, other ones that may fit uh, your needs a little bit more. So maybe you like that fast-paced, kind of crazy uh, sort of corporate culture, and you'd fit into that, great. Um, if you have more of that, wanting that work-life uh, balance, uh, we have tech companies that have more of that type of corporate culture. So I, I would say it is that mix of both because you need those those technical skills, uh, but it is the culture piece is one that we hear very often from employers. Yeah, that's great to have that balance. It's especially uh, nice to have and know that in the economy here locally that there's that balance as well and that employers are looking for both, which I think is awesome. How does Yes Winnipeg actively go about attracting talent to Winnipeg? Mm-hmm. So... We have different uh, events and services that uh, now are falling under the Winnipeg Calling brand. So it's a brand that we have launched this fall. It's all about attracting talent to Winnipeg to fill some of these exciting roles. So we're looking at attracting those Manitoban expats and alumni, uh, skilled Uh, workers from across Canada, recent grads, uh, current students, uh, international students, uh, and those newcomers to choose Winnipeg to be their home. So all of our initiatives and events under that Winnipeg Calling brand uh, is is what we're offering when it comes to to talent attraction. So with the uh, talent team, actually one of the first initiatives that uh, we really threw ourselves into uh, last fall was our fall 2019 uh, tech talent recruitment mission. So we went to Buenos Aires in Argentina Neat. to, yeah, uh, an exciting opportunity truly uh, to attract talent to Winnipeg to fill some of these these gaps that we have, those in-demand positions where there's just a skills deficiency across Canada. And uh, we were planning to then go to Ukraine in May of this year. We had to switch to a virtual mission with the pandemic, um, but it allowed us to expand a little bit more to look at some other Eastern European countries and also to market in Canada. That has also inspired us uh, for this fall to have more of that 
local and national focus. So we are uh, targeting cities across Canada with this campaign that goes from October to uh, March of 2021, where we're promoting the jobs of Winnipeg employers to uh, those new talent pools and, and focusing on you know, the helping your neighbor, that supporting local uh, with these new, new uh, initiatives. We also engage in other events. So, for example, we just finished with uh, INTAC, their virtual career expo. So it was always virtual, um, and it's one that we've engaged with in the past as well. But it's for connecting with uh, newcomers or international students in Canada, uh, and in some cases, eligible candidates um, outside of Canada that can come in to work uh, here. So those are some of the, the ways that we're actively trying to attract that talent here. But we, as yes, Winnipeg, exist for the benefit of our employers. So we're always going back, what else can we do? Where should we be focusing uh, and getting that feedback from employers and what they find valuable? I think having that mix of all of those different activities that you do to go about attracting talent is really cool, especially with both now the local and national focus, but also that international piece of mm-hmm. also bringing individuals from overseas over to, to the economy here, which I think is really neat. Mm-hmm. What would you say are the, the biggest challenges in attracting talent to Winnipeg? So number one is the perception of what it is like in Winnipeg. <laughs> Often you hear about uh, the cold and the winter, and it's it's really, uh, our winters are maybe a few degrees colder than it is in other Canadian cities. Um, but uh, having lived in, in like Singapore and Sweden for a short time, I... I value that drier climate that we have here. The cold and the heat, it doesn't sink in the same sort of way. In Winnipeg, when it's winter, you can throw on another layer and you're pretty well protected uh, from the cold. And there's also a lot to enjoy when it comes to the winters. So uh, skating on the frozen river. Uh, There's actually an experience where you can eat dinner on the frozen river. like our uh, Festival de Voyageur, which is truly a celebration of winter uh, with the snow sculpture competitions, uh, the food and and drink and dancing. Uh, There's all of those different aspects that there are to enjoy. So um, some of the other perceptions that we have to deal with, uh, mosquitoes, (laughs) it's certainly not as bad as as it used to be, uh, say for people who had left uh, Winnipeg maybe 10 years ago. Even looking at some of the data that the city of Winnipeg has pulled together in the last few years, if you're comparing uh, the data from 2016-2017 on the number of mosquitoes that they catch in their traps, um, for 2018-2019, it's just a fraction of that. So even in the last few years, uh, the efforts of the city of Winnipeg in managing that population, it's been very effective. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess the last piece with the the perception piece um, is that quality of life. having those things to do here in Winnipeg. And there's a lot that we can offer. Uh, I mentioned Festival de Voyageur. It's just one of the many festivals we have throughout the year of a a normal year, um, which it's like 130 days of festivals we would normally have. But we also have the Winnipeg Jets. We have the Royal Winnipeg Ballet, which is world-class entertainment. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention our restaurants. Uh, It's a favorite of mine, uh, going out and exploring all of the new restaurants that we have. Uh, And I think a great testament to that is uh, Le Burger Week. So for anyone who's not familiar, (laughs) it's one week a year where restaurants... 
create new burger ideas and um, citizens can go and, and try them out. This year, proceeds were going to charity. And of all of the restaurants that are participating across the dozen cities in Canada, Winnipeg had over half of the participating restaurants. Wow. So it's just a kind of a testament to the ingenuity of the, the restaurants here and, and that, that community piece. That's cool. It must be exciting, or not maybe not exciting, but fun to be able to describe <laughs> all that to these individuals that mm-hmm. have these perceptions of Winnipeg, but you know, you're there and saying like, you know what? No, actually, there's a lot of good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, what is if you could narrow it down? Some of the biggest advantages or really selling features that you have and that you speak to individuals about in order to attract talent to Winnipeg? Mm-hmm. Well, certainly that that quality of life piece. Um, but what is great is that ability to enjoy that quality of life because we have a lower cost of living. So sometimes we'll have a bit of pushback from people who are thinking of moving to Winnipeg from other parts of Canada. They're like, oh, but what if I have to take a pay cut? Well, ultimately, if you are having a lower cost of living, uh, there's many cases where you can have actually more disposable income and enjoy more uh, of the, that quality of life pieces, those entertainment pieces. Looking at the average housing costs uh, for Winnipeg, it's actually 43% less than the Canadian average. Wow. Uh, Looking at cities like Toronto, it's 64% less. Uh, Vancouver, it's 68% less. So that's cutting your housing costs by two-thirds by coming here. And we see similar comparisons looking at uh, the rental market. We have the lowest childcare costs uh, outside of Quebec. And um, other aspects of of kind of that quality of life is being in a more mid-sized city, we have the shortest uh, average commute time uh, across Canadian cities or the major cities. Uh, and you can go and enjoy time out of the lake. You know, you can you can be out in nature in, in an hour or two. Uh, we have great hikes around here. So if nature is kind of a, a piece that you're interested in, it's another value that we can provide. But while I can always share what I think is so great about Winnipeg, what's really valuable, it's the testimonials of people who've chosen to come here or who have chosen to come back here. So just thinking about uh, the nature piece, um, one of the hires as part of uh, our mission in Argentina, I was speaking with him and and he was so excited about his ability to connect with nature here in the city and enjoy a Cinnabon Park. And there's um, kind of a bike park that's sort of near uh, where he's living. So it's, it's those sorts of aspects and that we want to sell. And that's actually resources that we're continuing to develop out for employers so that they can use those testimonials to sell Winnipeg. We have a couple of video testimonials that are going to be launched uh, this month, and they are beautiful. Um, I think they really sell those advantages that we have. So while I'll say these are the advantages, um, really uh, take a look at those. It'll, it'll sell it more than I can. <laughs> I'm excited to see those videos. Uh, mm-hmm. I, think, I think Winnipeg, it's so great because, as you mentioned, it's, it's so diverse in terms of what it can offer and mm-hmm. the activities and the people and everything that there is to do, which I think is, is a huge attraction to, uh, to the city. You kind of briefly mentioned this earlier, but about COVID and mm-hmm. being virtual. What's the, been the biggest change or, or how has COVID really influenced the attraction uh, to Winnipeg from the job opportunity perspective? Mm-hmm. So certainly, uh, as I'd mentioned, the, the areas for growth, um, the, the virtual options, but also having other 
uh, events and, and interviews now um, being in that virtual option. I think it's getting employers more familiar with it being uh, something that they would be comfortable with. So I know in, in speaking with some companies before, they're like, well, I don't know if I want to hire someone if I haven't had a chance to meet with them face to face. So I'm curious about as we continue through uh, this this pandemic and, and hopefully with the recovery to see how much of that uh, continues to stay as an aspect of talent attraction. But uh, another piece that we see with COVID is the opportunity for people to sort of rethink uh, their career paths and pursue reskilling. So there's uh, great organizations uh, in the city that can help with this. Um, Calm IT is helping underserved people to get uh, tech skills so that they can transition and, and move into uh, that, the tech industry and, and have some of those, those coding skills. So there's great work being done there. And I always encourage uh, any job seekers that are looking to go into a new direction to look at Calm IT and other organizations like that uh, mm-hmm. for reskilling. Interesting. I, I, that was never something that I would have thought about in terms of specifically organizations helping reskill. And I think that's awesome mm-hmm. to hear, especially locally. Um, and really, really cool, cool to hear. I want to shift the conversation a little bit to, mm-hmm. towards more of both the attracting and the retaining piece too. Where where do you see the balance between both the attraction and the retaining and what takes up more of your focus and time and where do you also think there's a bigger need, whether it be attracting talent or really retaining the talent that's already here in Winnipeg? Mm-hmm. Well, as you mentioned, it's certainly a balance. Um, uh, as I had said when we first launched, um, we dove right into that uh, mission to Buenos Aires. So we were focused on that that attraction piece right there and we recognize that especially to address some of those shorter term needs uh, we need to focus on on attraction um, but again balancing that with the retention piece so we're seeing more of that with uh, this campaign that we have on um, for the fall and early 2021 we have partnered with Winnipeg's major post-secondary institutions to connect with uh, those students grads uh, and alumni um, but it's really we understand that if we want to retain, especially those young people here, we there's a great advantage in uh, providing them those job opportunities because they can network with people in the community. They get to know the companies that are here. They can recognize that career path that they have available to them if they stay here in Winnipeg. So we're beginning to, to work a little bit more on that retention piece uh, and we're looking at, say, work integrated learning um, sort of a little bit more than just the co-op programs uh, and hoping to provide some more on that. Um, but with retention, uh, again, say, um, say for some of our younger people, it's having a livable city. So it's exciting to see more uh, bike paths and bike lanes coming up to have that rapid transit system that now connects the downtown with uh, southern Winnipeg and making the city a little bit more uh, livable. And it's also a great note when attracting people in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, focusing on those local and national talent pools uh, for Canada, we, we want to inspire more of that interprovincial migration uh, because in the past, 80% of Manitoba's population growth came from immigration, so from outside of Canada. So if we want to continue to grow and to strengthen our talent pools here, uh, we need to not just focus on bringing people into the province from 
outside of Canada, but also from other provinces. But to note on that, immigration is continuing. There might be some hiccups in, say, like finding a flight to get here, but where um, Immigration Manitoba has been working very hard to, to continue on and, and, and grow our talent pool. With how things have changed over the past, I guess, few months and how easily it's become inefficient to be able to work from anywhere in the world or remotely, do you think especially with the younger generation, it's going to become even that much more of a challenge to retain because of this ease of access to be able to work from anywhere or go mm-hmm. work for an international company uh, and, and even travel over there? Do you think do you see that as a, as a big challenge or do you also, also kind of see that as a recruitment opportunity too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that is a fantastic question and something that we have been thinking about a lot in, in how we address this, because we do recognize that being able to work from anywhere uh, for bigger companies, there is there is that draw. Um, but exactly uh, from that other side is that opportunity there. Because we have that excellent quality life, that low cost of living, if you're going to be working from home, why not work in um, a larger home that you can afford than a small apartment in, in a big city that you can't go out and enjoy, um, you know, some of the events that you normally would in those bigger cities. So it, it is, um, we're interested in seeing how it goes uh, going forward and whether there's more of this uh, remote working, working from home pieces, or if there's going to be um, that exhaustion <laughs> with working from home and people really wanting to get be somewhere, yeah, yeah, getting back to the office. So it's 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 something we're talking about quite a bit, yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely something that I always think about. It's just interesting to, it will be very interesting to see mm-hmm. what happens from that perspective, uh, yeah. especially with the younger generation. Mm-hmm. What are some of the most beneficial government programs for talent acquisition that Mm -hmm. uh, both here locally and maybe uh, federally as well? Yeah. When it comes to government programs for talent, there's sort of two areas that uh, I can highlight. So one is uh, with wage subsidies. There are excellent wage subsidies, especially for hiring students. Um, For example, uh, the ICTC, uh, Digital Work Integrated Learning Program, it, right now, they are covering 75% of salaries until the end of March. So uh, to be seen if that ends up getting extended, but those are four positions in, um, in tech, so say like cybersecurity or artificial intelligence. But ultimately, if employers are having a student work on a computer, reach out to ICTC and see if uh, that position is eligible for their program. Uh, there's also a provincial tax credit uh, for hiring students and recent grads uh, out of co-op programs. Uh, that's 15%. Uh, and then kind of shifting over to kind of that other area of uh, government programs, it's really on the, the immigration side. So there's excellent programs. Um, I was very uh, happy to hear that the global talent stream uh, is, is continuing on beyond its, its pilot, uh, that it's going to be a permanent program going forward. It's uh, a way of expediting uh, immigration into Canada, especially for uh, tech professionals. So their category B lists out certain occupations that uh, where candidates can be eligible to come in. It's uh, as little as like two months. They have uh, a 10-day uh, standard for um, processing the applications uh, and in two weeks for the LMIA process. So it's it's an excellent resource for our employers, but we recognize that's not going to apply to all employers. So there's also the category A part of it, 
Economic Development Winnipeg is a referral partner for Category A. And if you, as an employer, need that one person so that you can continue to grow, uh, talk to us. Because one of the, the interesting examples we've heard from other jurisdictions was they were looking for a uh, worm export, expert for a, a composting company. And, and they were able to find someone abroad and bring them in through this program. So uh, there are other programs as well. And uh, I won't get into the nitty gritty of it. And I usually refer off to uh, our immigration partners because they're the experts on it. Um, but those are kind of, kind of some of the key highlights that we've seen um, be, being able to take advantage of That's those more. definitely a lot available. And I think even further to that from what I'm familiar with too or aware of is some of the government programs and tax credits both to encourage local investment into mm-hmm. Manitoba businesses too, yes. uh, which I think is awesome. So, so many opportunities there, but it can be confusing to find all these. And so I think that's also why EDW yeah. and Yes Winnipeg yeah. is a great resource that's to, why we're to showcase here. that. Come talk to us if you want to <laughs> learn more. <laughs> so if you could kind of sum it up, what would what do you think Winnipeg's real value proposition is really for attracting and retaining talent? I would say number one is our community. So once you get here, um, there's sort of that phrase of um, it's, it's, it's hard to get people to move to Winnipeg, but it's even harder to get them to leave. And it's really that um, integration into the community that we can provide. I know uh, your previous guest on, on this show, uh, Gita, she had shared how she was able to integrate into the community here. Mm-hmm. And just one of, of many examples of uh, the, the um, great community that we have. But it's also an advantage, uh, you were mentioning um, your programs around investment, uh, business attraction. Uh, It's also one of the benefits that we have. So as Economic Development Winnipeg, we work with our partners so that uh, we can move forward as a unified force to avoid duplication of efforts and and it's, it's those connections that we're able to make uh, within the community uh, to strengthen each other. <clears throat> Another testament to that is uh, the investors that invest in, yes, Winnipeg. We are majority uh, privately funded, and it's those uh, private companies that uh, recognize that the rising tide uh, floats all boats. So mm-hmm. if we can all work together to continue to grow our community, uh, it's going to be the benefit for everyone. So if you want to learn some more about some of our investors, we've started um, an Investors Insights uh, series, so videos that show a little bit more about uh, what these great companies in Winnipeg are doing. Um, but when it comes to talent attraction, uh, keeping those those people here, uh, we have on our license plate, it says Friendly Manitoba. And I know we take that seriously. And uh, there's examples of, say, um, someone who came from Brazil last year, and I was talking to him. He said that uh, on his first day at work when um, there was ice on the windshield, his coworkers came out and scraped it for him kind of as a welcome, you know, welcome to Winnipeg's <laughs> winter. I love that. So it's it's that's number one. It's our community. I love that. Campaign is called Here for It, and it's all about the the current opportunities uh, for the fall. You know, some of the the Halloween related pieces. So, uh, check that out. There's there's a lot of great things going on. Cool. That's really great. I think Winnipeg, it's, there's so much to offer. And from an, a talent perspective, it's really cool to hear about everything that, yes, Winnipeg is doing in order to attract talent and retain talent, both locally, nationally, and internationally. So thanks for, for sharing your comments and thoughts and, and uh, experience from Yes Winnipeg and, mm-hmm. and everything that you're doing here and for all that work. I think uh, it, it must be a lot of fun to be able to just talk about Winnipeg <laughs> on a day-to-day basis as, yeah. a, as a job and, uh, and, and to be able to attract some pretty talented and, and 
interesting and skilled individuals to, to our economy. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, as I think you're aware, we're ending each episode with a quick rapid fire section mm-hmm. with all of our guests. So I'm going to list off a, a couple quick questions and just kind of first thing that comes to your mind, uh, fire away. Okay. First of all, favorite book? Uh, the Ideal Team Player by uh, Patrick Lencioni. Are you an audiobook or a hard copy person? I'm really into audiobooks right now, yeah. But there's, there's something to be said about having a book in your hand, so for different types of books. Cool. What do you love most about your job? Selling Winnipeg. Oh, just like you said, it's so much fun talking about Winnipeg every day. I bet. <laughs> Name one other company or business person that inspires you and why. Hmm. I'm very inspired by uh, Callia Flowers. So Catherine, who, who runs it, uh, she's been um, uh, helping to hire students in the city and growing out uh, that tech company and redefining uh, flower delivery. Awesome. Mm. Best piece of advice you received? Uh, perfect is the enemy of good, and good is the enemy of done. That is uh, a mantra of our VP of Sales and Business Development, uh, Ryan Kuffner, and it's something I bring to every day in trying to prioritize our work. That's awesome. Biggest accomplishment you have been part of at Yes Winnipeg? Uh, helping to launch our talent team. Last but not least, you can have a dinner party with any four people in the world. Who's on your invite list? <laughs> okay. Um, I would say uh, Malala Yousafzai, um, Chris Hadfield, Jim Quick from Quick Learning, and whoever the chef is at uh, Merchant Kitchen, because (laughs) one, I want to figure out how they make such delicious food, but two, I am a terrible cook, so if he can help me out with the dinner part of the dinner party, that would be great. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Well, Corinne, thank you so much for joining us and for taking the Mm -hmm. time. Really appreciate all your insights and and advice and thoughts on on Winnipeg and the talent acquisition. And so thanks again. Mm -hmm. It's a pleasure to have you on. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. I want to say a final thanks to Corinne for joining us today on this episode of The Young Associates Perspective and for sharing her insights into all the work Yes Winnipeg is doing to attract and retain talent in Winnipeg. I hope everyone who listened was able to take value and learn from this episode. Thanks for listening and I look forward to sharing the next episode of The Young Associates Perspective with you soon. Take care.